Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the week again, the rugby league rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard, and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. The round wrapped up very well for us last night, Brock. It did. Box seats and a few bevoirs, so it was good. Yeah, a few too many bevoirs in uh, my case. I had a, a long day at work, that's mm. for sure. Luckily for you, got the old uh, day off, good times. Excellent day. Got to go watch some footy as well, our old school, St. Uh, Dominic. St. Dominic, yeah, they won the GIO, GIO trophy today, so um, good to see the school back on the map a little, I guess, in regards to footy. Mm. Uh, still the lower tier competition, but I guess you've got to make uh, small steps going forward. So hopefully they can get back in the big smoke in the next uh, few years. Mm. 100%. Well, we move on to the Fast Five. Highlight, low light, best, worst. Any questions coming out of the round? What was your highlight? Uh, the Eels. That was a great win on Friday night over Manly, um, especially considering they were down 12 nil at half time. I thought they held their composure in the second half. They ground away uh, and probably the... The highlight in that game for me was Semi Radradra running away and scoring a try, um, and Parramatta just hanging on to win, which was was awesome for Parramatta fans, and it throws a comp again wide open, and uh, they've now sort of cemented themselves back in the eight. But whether they can hang on over the next two weeks will, um, is another discussion altogether. Yeah, well, I don't need to add too much. My highlight was the same. It was the Eels' comeback win uh, down 12 zip, the 30th minute onwards. I thought they were just completely and utterly in control. Mm. Uh, they were ruthless. I thought first half they were, they had plenty of ball. They had just yeah. good score. I felt they copped a I few. They were still dominant. Got a few roughies, but yeah, from the 30th minute onwards, they did not concede a point and go the attitude they had. But uh, probably more impressive for me was just the guns blazing attitude. They didn't get the lead and try and hold onto it. They were firing shots left, right, and centre. Yeah, they wanted the win uh, and the repeat sets. Chris Sandow's kicking game this year has been absolutely outstanding. Yeah, well, I don't know the statistics as far as dropouts forced to concern, but he'd have to be somewhere at the top yeah, of the forty twenties. Loves a forty twenty. Well, that too. So all the key uh, indicators as far as the kicking game is concerned, I think he's really got that under wraps. But uh, great effort by them. What about your low light? The Sharks Raiders game. It stunk. Yeah, it was terrible. I fast forward through it. I've got to be honest. So when we do the reviews, if it's not in depth, I apologise. But I just couldn't watch it. Uh, it's not going to be in depth. I think that pretty much sums itself up. My low light was just the standard. To be honest, this weekend, uh, you got a team like the Titans who are done. They uh, pretty much didn't turn up. They got beat by thirty something. Uh, the Bulldogs on Friday, why they got a win? I didn't think they were all that great against the Tigers side again. Yeah, it was pretty crap. Yeah, that are very flat. And then you just mentioned that other game that, and and the Newcastle game. I know they lost two to the, the Sada band to be six from eight. Yeah, them and the Warriors. That's my whole point. This this round, uh, you're really starting to see some teams uh, look like they're ready for triple A pretty much. Yep. Things are done. It's only two games to go, so we're getting to that point. 
Yeah, well, like I said, I enjoyed last night. I enjoyed, um, you know, the, the South Cowboys game, but the general standard, all those teams that are done, they pretty much put the queue on the rack, haven't they? Yeah. Pretty much packed up and gone home. But what about your best player or team or moment? Best team, the Cowboys. I, you know, for the reason that they won away from home in Sydney against a team that had a chance to go top. So it's not as though you can say, oh, well, they, they beat no one. They beat the team that was looking to go top of the table, had everything to play for, and it was a very dominant performance. Yeah, well, my best team, I still reckon the Eels for me this week. They knocked off Manly. Manly are the competition leaders, the kingpins, and uh, Parramatta did very, very well to get over them. My best player was Jonathan Thurston for the reasons you just described before. He put on a masterclass the other night. Yeah. Uh, I could say Milford because he set up all the tries in that game, but he wasn't playing very good opposition, so yeah. not much time in that one. But what about your worst player or team? Uh, the Warriors. They threw their season away, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. They threw their season away. Uh, worst player, I'm going to give to Josh McCrone. Well, he, got, he got the hook, didn't he? For the first half, he got put in time out. Now to think about what he was doing, he mm-hmm. tried to throw. What I can't get is you're a first rate, a first grade halfback. You know when you throw the short ball, number one you've got to be square, and number two you can't throw a ball. That short ball has to be that layoff pass just into the space for the back row. He slammed Jared Kennedy about four times from about two three meters away with a rocket mm. and expected him to catch it, and then he gave away three or four penalties to compound the error and bring the Sharks down their half before he finally got the hook. So yeah. uh, I was just, you know, sitting there blowing away. That's an NRL halfback. Well, it just shows you where Canberra are at. Yeah, exactly. And like I mentioned before, the sad thing is Milford set both up, scored two, and he's not going to be there again next year. So that's really showing where they're at. But yeah. And what about any questions you got coming out of the Will to hang on? Do you think they'll hang on to their spot? Yeah, I think they're pretty much a shoe in now. I think the Warriors have blown it. I, I honestly, you look at Newcastle's home form... Yeah, this, the game I, this week worries me. I think the final nail... And the, they've also got to go down to Canberra, which isn't easy. Uh, they'll be right down there. I think, well, I, the, I think the final nail in the coffin for them was the Asada bands on the weekend as well. They lost two players. Uh, they looked very flat. They opened up. They just looked like they're ready for a trip away. They've had so many kicks, mate, like a couple of teams this year. I think that was just another one of those final steps. Mm. You know, I think they'll put up a fight, but... We'll see. If Parramatta can't get motivated, they've got the two easier games out of anybody. And watching Canberra on the weekend, I'm not worried about that one at all for Parramatta. They yeah, struggle to beat the for Sharks. For me, it's down there. That's the only thing. If it was up here... Well, they've actually got a better record on the road this year, so that doesn't bother me. Yeah, but... So they're a bit like the Titans this year. They win on the road in their games, and they've lost more uh, playing in their supposed fortress. But any other questions? No. That's all I had this week. I, as you said, it was a bit of a lean week in terms of good performances and controversy. I guess, I mean, the Asada investigation, everyone's heard... Um, all they need to know about that. Uh, do you think that the players should be given awards at the end of the year? Probably not. Fred, I, don't, I don't think so either. I'm with Brad Fittler when he came out the other day. He, of all people as well, that makes a strong enough statement, I think, saying that Paul Gallen should, shouldn't get the medal that he got from Origin if uh, he was found to be, obviously, you know, taking that deal. Yeah. He said he doesn't deserve to have the, the Brad Fittler medal. So I think that sums up enough if an ex-player feels that strongly about it. Uh, I think no. I mean, and we could probably put the lid on the can with the insider, insider investigation to say, well, it, it should, it's now finished, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it started, it ended as though it started, an absolute joke. Yeah, an, an absolute, absolute joke. rubble. And I think the only thing I've got to say, hopefully it is done, and we don't really like the whole way along, we haven't wanted to talk about it because it has been a joke. But they said that WADA would not intervene. Then a day later, they were saying WADA still have the potential we'll to intervene. Yeah. I'm hoping it's done. I don't care what anyone thinks about the bands or whether it's a joke or this and that. It's finally done. The whole system was a joke. The whole setup was a joke. I'm still not even sure if they got evidence. Uh, but if the deal was that good, and I'm sure they've been advised to, 
take the deals, which they obviously did. Well, if it sees the back end of it, I really don't care. It's just been an absolute farce and a joke. Yeah. So, yeah, I really hope this whole wider thing, what was a done deal, and they're not going to intervene because I just want to see the back of it. I don't hear another yeah, word about it. It's, yeah, it's been poo. But on the more probably pressing matters, the minor premiership race uh, really opened back up, mainly dropping two, south, bombed out. The Roosters looking good. Penrith had a chance to go equal last night and then play Manly this week. Who do you see winning the minor premiership now? Manly. Reckon they'll hold on? Yeah, I think they'll beat Penrith. Um, I really reckon the Roosters have got the potential to win the next two and steal it. Because mm. if they land... Well, where are how many points are the Roosters on? 32. And how many are Manly on? 34. Who have Manly got last round? Don't know. We've got Panthers. Got to play the Panthers. I'm pretty sure they've got another game. I think they've got to play the Cowboys. Last round. Yeah, up in North Queensland. Okay, so there's potential. There. So if they finish equal, if if the Roosters can do the double, they got two hard games as well. They've got to play the Storm and South, but mm. I've got a feeling they could win both of those. Their four and against is better than Manly's at the moment. That would see them yeah. uh, move up into that minor premiership spot. So. Yeah, they've got Seagulls away. But I think it'll come down the last oh, round. Oh, sorry. Seagulls have got Cowboys away. I think it'll come down to the last round, though. That's for sure. Which is good. Usually these things seem to be wrapped up. A couple of betting agencies paid out early. Yeah. Do you think the Warriors can get back in the eight? No. I think they're done. They need Parramatta to cock up now, don't they? It's all on Parramatta now. It's not a case... Uh, you know, as we said for Parramatta a couple of weeks ago, they needed to win a dog's or the manly game, or they needed results to go in their way. And it's even to an extent on the Broncos, because their for and against is now 40 points less than the Broncos. Yeah, but like we said before, the other week, it was on the Cowboys the Warriors, if they couldn't beat Manly. And I mean, the Broncos have up, got but they've beaten manly. Dragons, Melbourne. You know, yeah. that's their two winnable games, I guess. So they've beaten Manly. That put them in the driver's seat, and the Warriors have already dropped two. So that's really put them in the back burner. I think yeah. it's all up to Parramatta now as to who, you know, gets in and who doesn't. You'd imagine... The Cowboys this week have pretty much got a gimme to lock their spot up against the Sharks. Yeah, but I think the Warriors have got two two winnable games. Obviously, they've got the Titans this week over in New Zealand, who they should tail up. Um, and then they've got, which has given them potential to get those four and, point, four and, point, four and against points back. Uh, and then they played Penrith here last round. I mean, that could be, that's the last game of the regular season. It could be Penrith to get into the top four. And it could also be Warriors to get into the top eight which makes that game potentially an absolute blockbuster, which would be be awesome to see. Yeah, what about... Uh, well, you just touched on that top eight, so you think the Warriors can get in? I think they can get in. I just don't think it's very likely now. I'd, I think it's no matter. I don't think so. I think, you know, in the next two two weeks, there's going to be ebbs and flows and things... Expect the unexpected because it's going to happen. And, and it's happened for 24 rounds and it will continue for the next two, so... And the spoon uh, that's done and dusted now, obviously. You think, think the, so? The because the shark. Well, the, I mean, the Raiders played the Tigers this week, uh, and they finished with the Eels, which are two probably not winnable games, but yeah, they're the, easier the, the games. Shark, the Sharks are just so undermanned now; it's not funny. Mm. It, it's gone to a whole new level after the Bears. Well, I think again. I think the Raiders have dodged a bullet because I think the Raiders are the worst team in the comp. The oh, Sharks are just the Sharks, surf, the Sharks surf, and them with their with their players there. The Sharks would have been somewhere probably near the bottom of the eight or fight to get in. Yeah, but that hasn't been the case, but. That wraps up the Fast Five. We'll jump in now to the reviews of the games from the weekend. Things kicked off Thursday night. A pretty dour affair. The Bulldogs versus the Tigers, 30-10. to 10. It was just one-way traffic, as has been the case with the Tigers the last couple of weeks. It was 24-0 uh, by half-time, I'm pretty sure. Only one try in the second half. The dogs are just so plain and so boring. The only 
time I ever look or feel like they're threatening is when Tim Lafay gets the ball one-on-one. Mm. That's about the only time I kind of look and see a bit of individuality uh, as far as creativity is concerned and opportunities. But uh, I still think they're pretty bland. I think week one, they'll be very lucky to get out of week one if they finish in the bottom of the eight. They look like cannon fodder. Mm. They do, 100%. Uh, and as far as Their the toys, early wins, that, that's what's going to get them in the eight, the early one-point wins they had. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's what's uh, been the difference at the end of the year. You take a few of those off them. They'd be probably in that battle with the Dragons and the Broncos or even not even in this conversation right now. Exactly. But even with Josh Reynolds coming back, we've said it before, they don't get enough crea- uh, creatively out of their halves, and I think we saw that for New South Wales. Yep. If Cooper Gronk was there, different story. We won on the back of defence, so I, I don't see too much changing for them. They can try and bump and grind and complete, but the better teams are going to post points, and they're, they're definitely, at this point in time, not going to go with any of them. No. Uh, there's been plenty of talk again. Probably more interesting as far as they're concerned about the fullback. Uh, coming to the club, and that's Brett Morris. One and out of the last year of his deal at the Dragons to join Josh. Mm, seems interesting. That's, uh, you know, something I wasn't really expecting. I've heard they put the pen through Kurtley Beale after doing a in-depth study on his defence and seeing that he's an absolute liability. So that what about the fact that, that he's just not going to come? Yeah, well, that was one of the other excuses that they've come out with. I'm with you. I don't think he was ever going to come either, but yeah. Brett Stewart, we hear he's also looking around. They talk about the Raiders, but the Bulldogs, you'd have to think about that Raider. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the Bulldogs... Not too much there to impress. The Tigers, there's nothing to say besides the same thing you say all the time, which is Woods had a go, scored a try, ridiculous amount of tackles, hit-ups. Moses looked really good again, and I thought Young Lodge had a really good game, Yeah, considering the circumstances. It was a boring game. I struggled to watch it. Yeah. Well, like I said, the standard of the round and this back end of the year, unfortunately, starts to taper off when all the teams are done and dusted, but you can pretty much uh, put a pen through the Tigers. Obviously, they've got to play Canberra this week. I don't know what to make of this game. I feel that the Tigers have enough to probably go with Canberra, seeing as they don't have too much themselves, but more an attitude thing. Really don't know what to expect. Yeah, it's down in Canberra as well, I think, isn't it? Mm. And the Bulldogs, this one will be a decent game. They're playing Souths. I'm um, intrigued by the Ford battle. They jagged this one earlier in the year, but I think Souths will be really pumped up this week. Bounce back factor. I think this might be a little bit brutal on the Bulldogs. And uh, yeah, I definitely don't think they've got the points to go with South Sydney. But we move on. Friday night, the Eels, the blockbuster game, beating Manly by 12. It was a cracker. Great win. Uh, Manly, I thought they had their chances. They didn't execute. They took them first half. Um, I thought they defended their line well first half, Manly, but uh, they looked tired. They looked like they ran out of gas a little bit at the end of the game, and Eels had all the momentum, and Manly just couldn't wrestle it back. Uh, We highlighted before the kicking game. I thought the kicking game of Parramatta was probably the difference, and uh, their defence, they just hit harder, they ran harder, um, they, they generated more ruck speed. I thought the referees were very lenient towards Manly. I thought it could have got uh, the scoreline could have really blown out. I thought Parramatta were playing much faster and much quicker through them being all the field, and Manly got away with a lot in the ruck. Yeah, in saying that, uh, I love Jamie Lyon, but my God, he just doesn't leave the ref alone. He's probably my most frustrating person to I think watch. He should, he should have been given the ref a pat on the back because they were um, they were getting the rub of the green. That's for sure. Mm. Well, except from the thirtieth minute onwards, they were just relentless. Um, this was the blueprint we talked about, I think, the other week when Souths played them as well. I think it's been exposed now, and we all know it. When you buy a bit of a dollar dazzler forward pack, your Starlings, these couple of guys that come on, Jason King's a bit, obviously a bit older now, Hassan's a bit of a bit player. When you get up, cut the space down, don't let them get to their gun edges and cut the halves out and play it through the middle, they really struggle. Yeah, they do. They don't get any momentum. You can wrestle the crap out of them, then you can play footy on them. Yeah. And uh, I think Souths led the way the other week, giving you the blueprint there to bash the halves, frustrate them, not let them get out to the trams or 
get to the edges at all and that might be the way I think to shut Manly down it's definitely the way and people are talking uh, we heard last night Anthony Maroon said Andrew Johns is it true Donny Singer's time here just flogs the crap at him for a month and they, they're really really flat and then they taper off for a little bit and go pumped up in the finals I don't know about that I'm every just, team's doing that to an yeah. extent but I'm just saying that weakness right now. I think a lot of teams have clicked onto what South did the other week, and that has to be the blueprint if you're playing them going forward. Yeah. Just try and keep it in the middle third. Don't let them get out to those edges that are so dangerous because we saw early on what happened when they got to move the ball out there. They will score in the corner. They are one team that will execute if you try and force them to score uh, out wide and execute four or five passes. They'll do it without a problem. Exactly. But Parramatta, very, very impressive. Big chance this week. Newcastle, uh, not a gimme by any means, but they've definitely taken another blow by losing more players to the Asada investigation. So it's pretty much on the heels head now. If they want to play finals football, got to win their last two games to make sure it doesn't come down to four and against. And then you got Manly playing the Panthers. That'll be a cracker. Should be, but Panthers are struggling a little bit with injuries. They're starting to catch up to them. But you get Sedio back. That's obviously well, helpful. I, I know he hasn't been named so. Oh, sure if he comes home or not, hopefully he isn't home in time. That'd be a massive end for them. I think that'd be a really good game. Manly definitely need to bounce back this way, you'd think. Mm. Not even for the fact of minor premiership or top four threat, just for momentum. Just to get a bit of confidence heading into the finals. I think you've got to have at least have a W or two under your belt heading into the finals to feel good about yourself. So yeah. definitely had to step up their performance this week. Saturday kicked off another one of these Dower games. It was the Broncos, 48-6. to Over Newcastle, it was kind of tight for the first half. The second half was just a joke. They just, I don't know what come out the second half. They didn't want to bar it at Newcastle. There's a lot of hand slapping, some loose tries. Justin Hodges, I'll give him a rap. He looked brilliant at fullback. Three tries, just and he ran him up. But I don't really take that as a true gauge uh, of their performance from the defensive effort we saw from Newcastle. That was just, uh, we're ready for triple A. Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. It was, uh, you know, once, well, I guess once uh, Kate Snowden and Jeremy Smith went out um, with the Asada bands, obviously. They lost a lot of grunt through yeah. the middle of the field, and that's where Brisbane just rolled through and played too fast. And yeah. Fords did a really good job. Barber looked a little bit better, grabbed a couple of points. Brisbane had business to take care of. It was just one of those games where, yeah. like, Newcastle are gone. Brisbane must win at home. Uh, Newcastle had excuses. Away from home, they've been horrendous. So it just looked like a foregone conclusion. I couldn't have had enough money on Brisbane to win 13 plus. Yeah. Oh, mate. Chip up on that one. Money. Chip up on that one. But, yeah, Newcastle lost Marlon as well before kickoff. Not saying that would have made much of a difference, but it's definitely been a lean year, not a great year for them. Yeah, uh, Definitely ready for trip away. Wayne Bennett must have been happy, I think, with what he saw. Well, exactly, yeah. What he's going to, hopefully. Uh, we're still not sure about the makeup. That's more what we've been saying. We're more interested uh, for the Broncos situation. Not so much poor old Anthony Griffin. Hopefully they do the job for him, get a couple of wins on the way out. Might jag a spot, but for Wayne Bennett, I'm really interested. I want to see what happens with the roster. That's the part I'm looking forward to. I think Justin Hodges may be the fullback, to be honest. He hinted that the other day, saying that, um, you know, 06 obviously had him there for the grand final when he first brought him to grade. He only put him out wider because he was a kid and he didn't want to hurt him. So be interesting to see how that plays out. We've already said they've got too many fullbacks, but now him playing fullback. Yeah, it will be interesting. That's that's a very confusing one there. But the Broncos this week, they've got the Dragons. One of these teams is gone after this week. Yep, simple as that. Mathematically. Where's you gone? Yeah, they need to keep winning regardless. But, yeah, this is going to scratch one of them Where's after this gone? week. And uh, we've got Newcastle playing the Eels, as we've said before. Massive game for the Eels. Not too much to play for for Newcastle, but definitely a danger game. I saw this as one that Parramatta should have won earlier at Pertec Stadium, and Newcastle convincingly beat them, if I remember correctly. 
Yeah, well, or I was it sixteen six or something? Oh, like it was that. a tight game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but sorry. well, it wasn't a tight game. It was a game that Newcastle never got. They're going to lose. Yeah. Well, this week it's, it's pretty much a gimme, like we said. If they want to be in the finals, they're best off winning their last two and staying out of the four and against battle. Yep. Because they're still in the negative. So easy summed up there. This game was a decent game. The Cowboys twenty two to ten over South Sydney, and the Cowboys were just clinical. There were the amount. I think they completed ninety four percent for the game. Well, that's the thing. If they do that, they'll win the comp. Oh. You saw it the other night. And I was do that, they win the comp. And the thing is, they haven't been able to do that consistently throughout the year. Um, but mind you, they're doing it more consistently at the back end than what they were at the front. So that's encouraging for Paul Green. Yeah, and they got Matt Scott back last few weeks. Tommy, I played his first game back. The neck problem. I think Ashton Sims deserves a rap. He was awesome. He's, he's, he's been absolutely nuts since we found out he was leaving. And Jason Tomblala, I thought he started slow. Paul Green... Probably done a better job than Neil Henry, I think. Unfortunately, there is some players that need a bit of loving. Uh, Neil Henry didn't give it to him. Paul Green seems to be giving it to him. And by halftime the other night, he had six tackle breaks to try. Line break, 140 metres. So mm. everything seems to be settling in nicely at the right time. Gavin Cooper back, all those kind of things are starting to go nicely for the Cowboys. Yeah, and Jonathan Thurston, as you said, absolute masterclass from him. Yeah, Kyle felt slotting straight in for Matt Wright. So things looking nice. And if you trade set for set, match them in the forwards and put some pressure on them. Souths, uh, I think that's the way to go with them. Yeah. You definitely don't want to let them roll through or give them repeat sets, that's for sure. No, no, you don't. Exactly but, right. uh, Reynolds went down with a hamstring. We're a bit worried about it, uh, the South Senior Abdos, but I'm pretty sure they've said already that he's clear or been named to play this week. Okay. And, yeah, well, um, they're saying that. I'd, I'd be very surprised if they played him. Yeah, well, John Sutton's well, supposed you? to be back this week, and they were saying they were thinking about rushing him back. Well, why would you rush either? You're best off... Maybe uh, they want that minor premiership. Well, maybe they do want the minor premiership, but if you blew somebody out for a game at this point in the year, you'd be filthy, wouldn't you? Mm. Especially if you're going to push both of them. Who won the minor premiership last year? Roosters? Yeah. They did the double. Took maybe all South do want it. Yeah, who knows? But, um, yeah, he's not too far from being back, so we've got a situation there where he'll probably slot back in, I suppose, if Reynolds was out this week and he was available. Or funny to see if he comes off the bench or moves out of that left edge for Kyle Turner where Ben Teo is obviously playing beforehand maybe Michael Maguire's got something in his contract bit of, premiership. bit of a bonus for the minor premiership God no. rush them all back Michael rush them back get a little bit of cabbage cabbage well they've got the dogs this week that game as we said should be a bit of a grinder in the year they've got a bit of a bit of a bone pick with them after that one point loss but I think they're doing a lot better uh, at this stage than what the Bulldogs are Bulldogs oh, are really really flat and yeah I think this one for me might be a 13 plus so just chucking that out there Cowboys, same deal we said before. You'd think things are pretty much tied up for them, but they get a gimme pup this week. They get the poor old New South Wales Cup Sharks yeah. coming up there to Townsville where they're so brutal. Uh, I haven't seen the line yet, but I'm guessing it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, after some of the ones we've seen in previous weeks, starting to sneak up around the 20 mark, I wouldn't be surprised if they're mid-20s or, or more. Mm. The bookies definitely won't be too confident to give too much love to that side. But we move on to the Roosters. And this game, where forty-six to twelve over the Warriors, I did not see that coming. Oh yeah, it's just uh, the Warriors. What are they? You, damned if you do, damned if you don't. You just you don't know what you're going to get with them. You're damned if you if you don't tip them and they win, and you, you you're damned if you don't if you if they do win. I I don't know. They just oh, I can't understand the Warriors. I cannot get a read on them. No, well, especially when they got Sean ba- Johnson back. I thought they've done so well without him. And now he's coming back in. Things are going to be fantastic. And they've had one loss, and then all of a sudden they punted Townsend. And then Townsend's back playing cup, and I'm all just blown away. I, I don't see how you could have such a knee-jerk reaction to one game. Ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, then the other day, the missed tackle was ridiculous, getting carved up through the ruck. 
the Roosters, though, I'm still going to give a wrap to. Really nice time to be building like this. You get two point Jennings about the other week. Jake Friend, Sonny Bill come back in on the weekend. They absolutely murdered the ruck. They rolled through there like crazy offloads. I even thought James Maloney probably had his best game of the year. He looked really, really good. Pierce yeah. looking better. So everything's starting to tick over nicely. It wasn't again. convincing for me, but in the fact that the Warriors are just a rabble. Oh, they're a rabble. Almost, like I still, just want to see the Roosters string. They're going to pull the sword out. I want to out. see the Roosters string together. Like they've got, obviously got Melbourne this week, then South. I want to see them string three good performances together. Yeah, but I was happy they did the same thing. Because they, they, the they keep doing this to us. They do that, and then they'll get beat. But they pulled Do the that. sword out. I was Can't happy. Be. Yeah, of course. And I'll give a massive wrap to Anthony Minicello. He's had a fantastic year considering he's going to retire. He has been. He has not lost an inch of speed. He scored again on the weekend. His yardage has been absolutely fantastic. He's going to go out on top. And, uh, yeah, Jenko, Toops, all the guys that have come back in, they've done a real good job. Side looks great. Starting to build really, really nicely. But for the Warriors, um, I don't I don't know how he dropped Townsend out so quickly. I'd have Townsend straight back in with Johnson. That's what built that nice little streak. He was the general when things were going wrong. And, uh, yeah. I hope he hasn't smashed his confidence after that. I think that's a pretty stupid decision yeah, we'll to punt him just after one bad game. We'll see. But uh, they definitely need to harden up the middle. Edges need to get a bit better. Defence is the biggest issue, and obviously completion. Oh, just oh. some stupid errors on the weekend that got them absolutely caned. So they got the Titans this week at home. As you said, you'd like to think that they'd do a job there, keep themselves in contention because they have no choice. They lose or any, any kind of dodgy this week, and then they're facing the prospect of their season being over. And the Roosters, you've said it again, Melbourne... Big test should be a good game. Well, will be, yeah. Heavyweights uh, up in Hopefully Sydney. the weather clears up. Yeah, definitely. Up here in Sydney, though, so big test for Melbourne. Mind you, Melbourne have had, had a little bit of experience in the wet from last night. Uh, and the Roosters, they got a dry track in New Zealand. It was a day game, so uh, they'll have to wind things back, obviously, if the weather's like it is at the moment in Sydney. If you think if it was going to be played through the guts, that they'd probably favour the Roosters. They've got a bit more depth as far as the forwards go. Yeah, I just like Melbourne. To play a bash game, but the kicking game in Melbourne, so those two things might even it out, but I'm really looking forward to that one this weekend. But the other game on Sunday, the Battle of the Spoon, Canberra 22-12 to over the Cronulla Sharks, who just can't take any other trip. The Asada scandal finally hit. The last two really decent players they had left in Tubo and Gallon, both suspended. Lewis, Fafita, Carney, Graham, all these blokes out. Gordon's kind of batting on his own there as far as like top first graders are concerned. Jonathan Wright had a Barry Crocker, got himself looking at five weeks now. Uh, poor old Jeff Robson, can't do much. And I feel really sorry in particular for Farmanu Brown. I think he might have done his ACL. He's been fantastic since he's come in for Todd Carney. I think he's been brilliant every week. And I'm really hoping that's not the case. But if so, that's just another kick in the guts for them to finish the year off. I think you summed it up. Yep. And Cron- I'm not talking about this. I refuse to talk about this game. Oh, well, I only need to say one more thing about the Raiders. It was the worst game of the season. First half, they were just the Josh McCrone thing was the number one thing for me. The four or five jam short balls to kill Jared Kennedy, and he looked disappointed like he dropped him. It's got to be a short pass. It's got to be soft champ. You can't just bullet someone. Four or five penalties, and then Ricky gave him the timeout on the bench. And second half, um, to sum things up, Anthony Milford set two up, scores two, but he's not going to be there next year. So that's the saddest part of it all again. Their biggest contributors, not going to be part of their team. So mm. have fun in 2015. I think them and the Titans, early favourites, honestly, uh, to be getting the spoon, I think, next year. Disagree with that? No. I refuse to talk about this game. I refuse to talk about this game. <laughs> crap. There you go. He's blocked it out. Canberra got the Tigers this week. I can't see that one getting much better. Two teams on Triple I. Maybe they should go to Mooseheads and have a shot contest. So you can drink the most. No. Maybe that, they should just not play. That might be a better standard of football. And then we've got the Sharkies going up to North Queensland, as good we luck. said. Yeah, very much good luck. New good South luck. Wales Cup. 
Shark side going up to play the Cowboys. Oh, I don't know what 13 plus is going to be. I doubt that'll even be worth it. 13 plus, it'll be fucking 50 plus. 50 plus. (laughs) (laughs) I might even do one of those stupid lines like I did the other week for Canberra Mm. against the Warriors where I took minus 49 and a half and they had the 50 points and then they bombed it at the end there when they took a player off and played with 12. Mm. Absolutely killed me. But we go to the Dragons, mentioning the Titans, 34-6, just another one of these games. It was 34-0 before a late try. The Titans are just awful and flat. Yeah, they've had enough. They have had enough. They've run out of troops. Yeah, well, that's probably the other thing. Nate Miles out now, along with Dave Taylor. Ashley Harrison pulled out, and a million other blokes. Kelly was still not sure whether his career is over or if he's going to be playing. Neil Henry didn't seem too positive about that either. Pretty much saying, yeah, I don't know whether he's in my half plan, so I don't know what the deal is there. I think that's the stupidest thing you could possibly say. If Albert Kelly's healthy, he plays with Caesar. Yeah. Simple as that. I thought that was a very stupid comment, but uh, they're done as well. Well, they are. They're gone. As somebody in Penrith just uh, flies off there trying to crash in the wet weather. Yeah, tops. But the Dragons, their probably biggest concern moving forward to play the Broncos this week is Dugan and Benji Marshall both sustaining ankle injuries. Yeah. In a solid performance, they reckon they're both being clear, but they're going to have to be monitored during the week. That would be a massive loss for them, I think, yeah. heading that game, especially seeing as they form a combination on the same. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm sorry. Of the field, uh, the rumours around Brett Morris, I don't think that's going to have any bearing, but I thought that was very, very interesting to hear that today, that there's the possibility that the Bulldogs are looking to pick him up. be crazy. That's nuts. I really thought, if anything, Josh would go back to the Dragons. I'd never thought the day you'd see Brett and him playing both at the Bulldogs. Exactly. On the flip side of things. But, um, yeah, Titans go to play the Warriors. Good luck with that one, especially short on troops. And Broncos St. George, again, this weekend, definitely worth watching. Someone's season will be shattered. But we wrapped things up last night, as we said. We headed down to Penrith to watch the Storm and the Panthers, 24-10 to 10 in favour of the Storm. What did you think of this one? Um, I thought Penrith hung in there for as long as they possibly could, but uh, they just didn't have enough creativity to break down Melbourne's defence, uh, and Melbourne's defence was brilliant. Yeah, well, especially at the end there. We saw that five sets they held on. Penrith's defence was a little disappointing last night. I think they made some uncharacteristic errors, especially on the edges where and Melbourne took advantage of them, but Melbourne have got such good halves and such good key players and uh, they hurt you. And, and Penrith made a few errors in yardage last night, which just presented Melbourne with some chances that they they haven't been giving many sides this year and uh, that's the difference between them winning and losing. Uh, they, they, they're still learning Penrith, still learning. I think that they'll take a lot out of that game heading into the finals. And it'll be, I'll be really interested to see how much they have learned, even in a week, when they take on Manly this week, because it's going to be a similar style of game. Yeah, well, I agree with you. Tight first half. The straw that broke the camel's back for me was the 40th-minute try, literally on the buzzer. Mm. They let Chambers in, and then they let Roberts go through four defenders to score that try after Melbourne had sustained pressure on them, followed by Billy Slater not long after, which pretty much put the nail in the coffin. But Try on half-time, I think, hurt big time. Uh, the other thing, they come out today, they're really disappointed with the Lattimore crush attacker report. Mm. There's been accusations. Well, I thought there was two that were crap. lying down. Well, they did. He's been put up for two weeks by the judiciary. So they, they both laid down. 
They always been put up for two weeks. Every every team's laying down. Well, I don't know. You can complain about the crusher things. Everyone's getting pinned for that. That's that's the new craze right now, as far as the review and the VRFs are concerned. As soon as one of those happens, even if they're not willing to call on the field, mm. they get called straight away. They've chucked it up for a, a two weeks for Lattimore. So we'll see how that one plays out. But uh, you think the Storm, they've booked their spot now. They've got 30 points. Interesting to see what happens with their last two games. Possibility of top four if Penrith do slip up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, see what happens. Even uh, the Roosters, in that case, if they beat them this week and they lost last round, there's still a possibility there for Melbourne to slip in for one of those two teams. So, yeah, see how that one plays out. The Roosters this week, massive game. Really looking forward to watching this one. Should be a heck of a battle. And the Panthers versus Manly, another great game. One that uh, this week, if they would have won last night, would have pretty much decided who went clear first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Manly got a chance to probably put a nail in the coffin of the minor premiership and get one hand on it. Panthers hopefully getting James Seguiara back if he returns. And uh, we'll just send our condolences out now to James, who unfortunately lost his father during the week. He's a former Papua New Guinea player himself and helps set up junior rugby league programs over there. So our condolences to you, James, and your family. And uh, congratulations on the flip side of that to Jesse Bromwich, another bloke who didn't play last night for the birth of a child. And that's why he didn't play last night. But yeah. That wraps up our reviews of the games for the weekend. We'll jump in now and play our Lions games thanks to sportingbet.com. Time for our Lions game and all the odds for the weekend's upcoming fixtures for round 25 brought to you by sportingbet.com. If you want to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. You get any winners on the weekend, Brock? Uh, Parramatta 1-12. Yep, good times. And the unders in last night's game, so a bit of, bit of money in the kitty. Mm. Well, I lashed out and had a hundo on Canberra when it was still a dollar ninety pick them, so uh, as disappointed as I was with the Asada thing obviously happening and the players being out, it definitely helped my cause out, that's for sure. Of course. And uh, Storm Raiders, we had that multi for our charity bet, so not too bad either there, but we kick things off. This week, Dogs versus Souths. You went minus six. I've gone minus six and a half. It is minus six and a half to Souths. Dollar forty favourites. The Bulldogs two dollars eighty. Yeah, fair line. Fair line. Happy yeah. with that one. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty fair. Um, Should be longer, the, You can't blow it out. Obviously, they're, they're both up near the top of the ladder. I can see it from a bookie's point of view, but I still really think uh, this is one for Souths. But move on to the next game. It's the Brisbane Broncos. Versus the Dragons, you've gone minus six. I went minus five and a half. Uh, it is minus six in favour of the Broncos. They're a dollar forty-five favourites against the Dragons at two dollars eighty. Yeah, well, I guess home home field advantage. Yeah, I was a bit surprised considering they're deadlocked. Uh, I think maybe this might be influenced by last week's flogging. That's yeah, I still think it's in preparation for maybe Dugan and Benji Marshall. I think it would have been more around minus three and a half if they were guaranteed to be playing. No, they're going to play. Hmm. Then we've got Newcastle versus Parramatta Eels. As we said up there, it's uh, minus four and a half for you, minus three and a half for me. So we split that one. They see it minus four in favour of the Parramatta Eels. I can't believe it's not at least six. Hmm. Well, they're sixty favourites heading up to Newcastle. The Newcastle Knights, $2.35. So do you see any value in Newcastle? No. No? No. Fair enough. Parramatta got a lot more to play for. Yeah, 100%. We've got Canberra. Uh, they're playing the Tigers. You've gone minus six and a half. I went minus eight and a half. It's another split. It's minus seven and a half in favour of the Canberra Raiders. A dollar forty-one favourites at home against the Tigers at two dollars ninety-five. They're kidding themselves. Yeah, well, I kind of I, I had a look at the Tigers, but it's just more I can't trust them the way they've been. This well, is just trust Canberra. Yeah, well, I can't well, trust them either. But I'm just saying the, the line 
uh, and the prices. I think the Tigers are going to present any Just value. Don't bet any money on that and, game. Uh, yeah, I definitely might be poking a stick at that one. But we've got the Roosters versus Melbourne, probably the game of the round in my eyes. Uh, we both went minus three and a half, so it's automatically a split. We're pretty close. Minus four, they see it for the Roosters at home. A dollar sixty favourites over the Melbourne Storm. Two dollars thirty-five. Yeah, well, I'm pretty happy with the two dollars thirty-five. I think um, Melbourne got a good chance, so I might have a dabble at that one. Either team by less than six, I reckon. Yeah, that's not a bad bet at all. That's a that's a pretty good one. Or one to twelve, if you favour one of them. Either way, we move on to the Warriors at home to the Gold Coast Titans. You went minus fourteen and a half. I went a little bit less, minus twelve and a half. You've gone in between at minus thirteen and a half. That's another split. Uh, the Warriors a dollar eighteen favourites at home to play the Titans at four dollars ninety five. Yeah, well, Warriors are crap. Yeah. Miles Harris. I will probably unleash on the Titans this week. Dave Taylor, all those guys out. Their season's on the line. It's time to get a W. Manly versus Penrith. Hopefully, Segaro's back. Uh, that would really help out the Panthers. But you went minus eight and a half. I went minus ten and a half. It's minus twelve in favour of Manly. A dollar twenty two favourites. That's a bullshit line. To four dollars thirty five. What a rubbish line. It's pretty ruthless. Um, I know they're pretty short. They, they must be predicting a bit of a blowout this weekend. I'm not so sure. I think Penrith deserves a little more respect than that. But You've gone minus 10 and a half. So you think they're going to win easy? Oh, well, we're floating around the line. Yeah. But uh, minus 12, I didn't see you going too far, or that far. Yeah. But we've got the last game of the round. It's the Cowboys versus the Sharkies. Uh, you've gone at minus 24 and a half. I went minus 26 and a half. It's minus 30 and a half. That has to be the biggest line. Of the, the, year, one of the, the Cowboys are a dollar three, and the Cronulla Sharks are thirteen dollars. Yep, Massive. stay away from that game. Oh, I think I might uh, have a decent last bit minus thirty and a half. I don't think I could even go what I was going to go before. Like Cowboys are going to try and win by thirty. Nah, I don't think so. They don't play with lines like that. Nah, it's pretty ridiculous that one. Yeah, oh, as another person tries to crash, Fast and the Furious in wet Penrith here, Fast and the Furious for sure. Uh, that brings us four splits. You got one, I got three. Uh, so I'll win there. That's 13-11. So we've still got two competition rounds and some finals left. Still nice and tight and competitive. As we said before, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. A massive thanks to them for allowing us to have our charity bets and also give away free $100 bets. And our pick-to-score competitions, we had a couple of winners over the weekend and a couple unclaimed. Just always remember, if you do get a win... And we do tag you in the post. It's a free hundred dollar bet for Christ's sake. Just uh, inbox us. That's all it takes, and we can sort it out so you can win your prize. But if you want to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. Now it's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mister Gossip. And we welcome back an unhappy Panther fan for the first time in a long time. Go the storm! Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I've erased the game from my memory already. Don't want to talk about it, don't even want to think about it. <laughs> the scary thing is you've got uh, Manly this weekend, so... Yeah, but Manly are playing like poo at the moment, so... Just they better fire up. Yeah, Manly are playing that great, are they? No, nah, they're, they're a bit flat. They won a bookie last year, too, corresponding round. Okay. They did, they did. Luke Walsh, he was on fire that day. Mm. Yep, that Tigers game that we sat at, and I said this will cost them at the end of the year, ended up being the one that cost them. Yep. Uh, the two Sharkies games this year, the difference between them and the minor premiership, I think. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Losing yeah, to no, the, so. the Asada Sharks, lost to them twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be Sharks right at the moment. 
Yeah, no, hard times, mate. But what have you got going on? What's been cooking? Plenty of stuff coming in? Yeah, a few things this week, boys. And I guess one that's sort of from, from left field, one that I don't think anyone was expecting, and that was the Eels have signed um, 22-year-old um, Bo Champ, 27-year-old, sorry, Bo Champion from the Rabbitohs. She's been injured all year, just on a one-year deal, but I guess I was a little bit surprised about that one. Mm, so yeah. are we. I'm, I'm surprised just purely off the injury. Like, a year contract, yeah, sweet. Probably got him cheap, but Jesus Christ, he's got a terrible track record staying on the field. He struggled at Melbourne, uh, struggled at South in his first period, Gold Coast. He's always got, like, little niggly injuries, too. He's never done, like, I don't think an ACL or a shoulder echo. Like, this year it's his wrist. He's had ankles, hamstrings, just lots of niggly stuff. Yeah, he's always seems to be in a brace or a moon, but he's always into something, isn't he? Yeah, so I understand the one year. Smart by them, good uh, cover for depth. They've got a couple of good kids there as well, so I can understand with, um, is it Tonga leaving? And there's one, uh, Ken Seo's on the way out as well, so uh, I bet they didn't break the bank, so not too bad. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. It gives them a bit more experience, I guess, too, for the younger fellas around them. Yeah, 100%. All right, boys, moving along to Manly and Anthony Watmout. Now, he's been given permission by the club to negotiate with um, other teams, although he's on the contract next year with the people tend to forget that so I would think that if, if someone's going to offer Watmau a big contract that um, I would think Manly would release him to free up some cash for themselves but um, look, I mean the, the hot tip is that he'd go to Parramatta um, where they'd get the money for for that paying so much for Hain and so much for Sander was is beyond me unless a third party steps in but um, yeah boys I don't know what, what, do, you, what do you think of Watmau in his current situation well, I think that um, Manly should let him go yeah. if he doesn't want to be there let him go yeah, and I've said. He seems to be causing the brunt of all the, the shit at the moment. Yeah, and I've said my part before as far as those older blokes, it was coming down to trying to keep Foran and Cherry Evans. If a few of them want to leave uh, because of the Stewart situation, I'd be happy to let them go. They've done nicely, I think, tidying up around the squad, keeping uh, Lawrence. I think that one's coming up. Uh, there's been a few other players. They've still got Bura, a few people to lock up. Hiku is there, Tafua is there. So. I think it'd be a right, right move for Para and Manly. Yeah, I think it's, it's the right kind of time. A, like an experienced forward. So. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. All right, boys, on to the next one. And this is a rumour that's been around at least for about two years now, and that's um, Dragon's Brett Morris. Now, apparently he has requested a release from the final year of his contract um, and to join the Bulldog, his brother Josh, there. Uh, to play fullback, but look, it seems to come up this time every single year that the Twins want to be together. Um, Dallas is denying it, everyone is denying it, but um, look, I, I think it will happen, boys, maybe not next year, but the year after, but um, Desi wants him now, so it'll be interesting to see if Dallas does release him. Yeah, I can't see that happening, and probably more surprising, I said this to Brock earlier, if they were ever going to reunite, I really thought it would have been back at the Dragons. I'm really surprised that uh, he uh, Brett would be going the other way, not Josh coming back to St. George. Is it funny that it's reared its head the week that Paul McGregor re-signed? No, I'm not really bothered by that, to be honest. Yeah, just the whole time along, To me, I sort of thought, well, it's strange time. He, he doesn't strike me as that kind of player, neither. And also considering that there's still a chance to make the finals. I know it's remote, but yeah. they, still are, they still are a chance of playing finals footy. So. Neither of them strike me in that regard, though. But they, I they seem so too the same thing, as I said with the Anthony Watmouth situation. If he doesn't want to be there, let him go. Yeah. I just can't. I can't justify keeping players at a club that don't want to be there. It's never, ever, ever going to result in anything but, you know, negativity and cancerous attitudes. So. Mm. Yep. No, fair enough. All right, boys. On to the Rabbitohs. Now, the Rabbitohs. It surprises me a little that they've made no attempt whatsoever to re-sign Adam Reynolds. Now he's under contract with the Bunny 
funny, yeah, because I've, I've sort of heard Michael Maguire answer those rumours and he sort of, he, he just brushes them aside. But, you know, from their actual actions as a club, it, it's telling me also that, you know, what everyone's thinking, that he's going he's gonna to obviously eventually be moved along. So it'll be interesting to see well, what happens. I kind of get the feeling they're almost waiting to see what happens in the final series. Yeah, I know that leads him into dangerous territory to the point where come November 1 he's technically off contract and he's able to negotiate but I really think they're waiting to gauge what happens in the finals this year mm. to see if he can lead them to what they've uh, been chasing the last two years the hamstring was one thing and then last year he wasn't that great in the back end of the season I'm getting the feeling now they're kind of sitting back going you know what we don't need to pull the trigger too early and if we do we're going to gauge uh, you know what they will throw at him based on what happens in the final we twinge the hamstring again on the weekends yeah exactly so they've got Kiri they've got Sutton tied to themselves now in front of the three years he got like a four year deal last year I think so uh, yeah they've, they've got to think this one through Brock doesn't hurt me. Oh, <laughs> I'm a storm boy. You ain't coming my way. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't doesn't surprise me. That's Brock's whole opinion towards the Titans. <laughs> just yeah, just one word. Yeah. Bit of an Alan James. Yeah. I've, got nothing, yeah. I've got nothing positive to say. There's an old saying. You don't have anything positive to say. Graham Edersley. He signs in shame. Oh, terrible players. Mm. Oh, awful. <laughs> Because probably a step up in the world, really. Like, mate, best thing they've ever done is buy James Roberts off the scrap heap. That's about the only good thing I could do. Oh, yeah. yeah, until he goes. And yeah, and exactly. He's got past the five game mark though. He usually plays five games at every club before he gets kicked out. He's played more now, so yeah. you're on a winner. <laughs> yeah, they must be locking him in a cage every week. Good Let him out on the weekend. Yeah. What did you lads make of the uh, Paul McGregor? Announcement for a three-year deal. I thought it was a bit excessive, to be honest. Three years? Well, I stick with what I said earlier on. They weren't sure. They were doing this. They were getting Shans. They were getting Barrett. They were doing this. They were doing that. They were gauging everything. I just would have given him a year just to see how it played out over an actual full season. I wouldn't even sign him now. I would have waited till the end of the year. I'm happy to sign him, but only for a year. I just would have said, we like what we've seen. You've got a pre-season, some time to organise. You've got one year. In the middle of next year, we'll start to have a talk again. See how you go. I would have said, get us to the finals. And then we'll talk. Well, you can't really blame him for what Steve Price ruined at the start of the year. There's already plenty of games down. He didn't have a lot of time to make up the ground. Price is a good coach. He's just misunderstood. Oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll say it once to say it again. He crashed a Ferrari. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, I think it came down to the finance at the end, boys. I think I mentioned much earlier in the year that um, finances aren't fantastic at the Dragons and they wouldn't be in the market for a, uh, a big-name coach anyway. So I dare say they've locked up McGregor and achieved deal for three years because that's all I can afford. All right, Peter Dowse, give me 50 G, I'll do it. All right, you, you want like, you want fine cut coaching? Got it right here, 50 yeah. thou. Uh, the Villiers pies, mate, you'll be you'll be there. Yeah, that too. I'll, I'll, on game day, I request an orange Powerade, two Villiers pies, no sauce. An orange Powerade. Yeah. I couldn't, think of, I couldn't think of anything worse to eat with a pie. I love orange powerade. drink with a pie with, and then orange powerade. No, orange powerade goes good. It's absolute poison. <laughs> Mate, I need my electrolytes. Right no, I need my electrolytes where I'm swearing and spraying at the box. Got to have something to keep me young. Why not sauce? No sauce, mate. I'm not a sauce bloke. Your pie is good enough. If it's a quality pie like a village, you don't drown it tomato. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't have I've, my pies without sauce. Same as a good sausage roll. The only reason you put sauce on a sausage roll is the shit sausage roll. Yeah, I agree. Simple. <laughs> Well, none of our listeners will be sending in sauce to the Shepherd Boys, that's for sure. 
No. I like sauce, but just, you know, yeah. not, not any pies. They belong on burgers, and, burgers and other things, mate. And, and other assorted... Yeah. And other assorted meats. Sauce <laughs> is for, for meats, not for a pie. <laughs> a pastry gives a certain flavour that does not require a sauce. <laughs> Mm. The sauce podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right, off the sauce. Oh. Mark, I just asked Mark Gasnier about some sauce. <laughs> 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 uh, the old horny toady is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone out there doesn't know what that is, Google Mark Gasnier, Origin sauce. Scandal. All right, yeah. just uh, good times. I got my CV. Uh, I, did, I managed the cat really well on Rugby League Live. Fifty thousand, two pies, orange Gatorade. Give me a call. No sauce. <laughs> no, no sauce. No sauce. Good sauce there. I'll quit. All right. I'll tear the gym apart. Mm-hmm. I'll kick the fucking box out of the window. I'll go nuts. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, who else is on the market? There's, I'd imagine there'd be better coaches out there than Steve Price. Uh, I'd be hunting Kidwell or somebody like that. I know that one of them would want to start off uh, in such a situation, but I'd be going for a good young coach. Look, I also can't see how um, Shane Flanagan's somehow immune to blame in all this. I mean, he was a head coach. I, You know, the buck stops with the head coach. I I can't believe that he's... Yeah, 110%. He's trying to pass the buck under his high-performance staff, but doesn't he appoint who he has in high-performance or who yeah, he's got also, around? You'd think that he'd be monitoring or ticking off what they're doing. For so. anyone who wants a, a better look on this situation, Steve Noyce did an interview on Sunday... Uh, Triple M NRL, go to the Triple M Sydney website and listen to the interview with Paul Kent, Gordon Tallis, Matty Joins, talking to Noyce and uh, Kenny talking to the cleaners about exactly what we're talking about. It's a brilliant interview. I loved it. Alrighty. That's All right. us. We've cut it there, have we? Good times. All right. Well, in the tips uh, this week, Box said he got four, so he's up to 94. Gossip, you got four as well. You're on a hundo and I got a sixer, 103. I've skipped out to three late. So. Oh, yeah. Happy days. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about things. But Thursday, we kick things off at ANZ Stadium. It's the Dogs versus South Sydney. Uh, I can't back the Dogs. No. From even what I saw against the Tigers on the weekend, they are just so plain, so boring. I don't think there's anywhere near enough points. I'm going South. I'm tipping South, but uh, an upset wouldn't surprise me. Well. Yeah, I'm going to go South as well, boys. Watching the Bulldogs is like watching an old game from 1985. I'm not doing too much. <laughs> yeah, there's, not, there's not many points in the Doggies. That's brilliant. No. Well, Friday, we go to Suncorp Stadium. It's do or die for the Broncos and the Dragons. Uh, both pretty impressive showings last weekend, but not against the best opposition. What do you think, Goss? I think uh, the Dragons got a pretty good record, if my memory serves me right, up at Suncorp. Yeah, Dragons got a very good record up there. I remember Matthew Head many years ago kicking a goal from the sideline to win the game there. Um... Yeah, the Dragons playing well, coming off a big win, and yeah, I'll stick with them. I think I'm going to go the Dragons. I'm going to go Broncos at home. I think they've got a... I'm not sure what the home record is, but I usually stick with them up there. Yeah, well, I'm going to go the Broncos purely on home again. I know I've watched them. I can remember a few games in particular where the Dragons have robbed them uh, up there at Suncorp and got the business done. Mark Riddell, he slotted a massive uh, big goal there. Or well, he might have been playing for Parra when he kicked that goal. Morris scored a, a try there as well a couple of years ago. I remember being at uh, Mate Daniel's house and they, they got him on a Friday night up there. So they got a pretty good record. Oh, but Daniel's home? Yeah, got to go no. the, got to go the Daniel. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. <laughs> How you going, Sam? 
Uh, Saturday, we go up to Hunter Stadium. It's the Newcastle Knights versus the Parramatta Seal. Parramatta season on the line. I don't think I need to say anything else. It's, uh, their destiny is their own hands, so I'm going to go the Eels. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go Eels. Don't you dare go Kurt Gidley. I was going to. You will. I was very close. Yeah. Goss, what do you reckon, Charm? Mate, wouldn't surprise me on the Knights' home record, especially the back end of this year, has been fantastic. But, yeah, the Eels, it's their season, isn't it? So they've got more to play for. Um, the Wate is now out for the season as well. So, yeah, look, I'm going to go to the Eels. Good you want out for the season? I think that's a good thing. Yeah, McManus are both gone. Yeah, well, could be, mate, could be. Yeah, well, he's had a Barry Crocker this year, hasn't he? But Saturday again, Joe Stadium. Oh, great game. Quality quality football. Look forward to here. It's the Raiders versus the Tigers. Canberra. Luke Brooks. Luke Brooks is out. I've tipped Canberra. He's going Canberra on the Raiders. They'll win back-to-back games for the first and last time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gossip, you feeling the same vibe, mate? You, you went you went the Sharkies last week, both of you obviously before you knew about the Assad investigation. You reckon they get the JOB done? Yeah, I reckon the Raiders will win. Um, no campaign, he says they win. He had an absolute battery crocker for the Mounties in the week. I watched that game at Leichhardt and it was hopeless. Yeah. Did he get the flick, did he? He got put down the yeah. Game, yeah. And then he had a Barry Crocker in that game. Yeah, well, Mitchell Cornish is finally starting this weekend. They've uh, put McCrone back to the bench. That's enough for me to have a little bit of faith. I reckon Cornish won't go too bad, so I'll go the Raiders. Uh, Saturday, the one I'm looking forward to most, it's the Roosters versus the Melbourne Storm. Great game. Uh, shorter turnaround, I suppose, but also uh, the Roosters had to travel. I just had to look at it on paper. I'm going to go the Roosters. I feel really bad doing this. Storm. Every time I do this, this is when Melbourne wins. So good times. Storm. Going the Storm. Storm. There you go. Yeah. Flip of the coin, boys. Uh, they were very impressive against the Panthers, uh, especially that Bromwich has probably been one of their best this year. So, um, look, I'm going to go flip a coin. I'll go the Storm because they're at home. They're not at home. They're not at home. Uh, <laughs> they're at home. Sorry. That's all right. It's a good time. Two, two away games of the Storm in a row, eh? Yeah. I, every time I tip against in this goes well, so hopefully this will be another derby and give us a chance to push for the top four. But Sunday, Mount Smart Stadium, the New Zealand Warriors, they're clinging uh, on to results as well and need to win themselves to stay in the hunt. They're versing the Titans. I don't even think we need to talk about this, do we? They win by plenty, or well, they should at least. Yeah, they should. Should's the key word. Warriors for me. Warriors for Brock. Goss, what do you got, Charp? Yeah, Warriors for me, Sonny Gibb. Yeah, I don't even think you could put the mocker on this time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's time's got a horrendous record in New Zealand as well. Yeah, no surprises. Run out of troops, but Sunday Brookvale. It's the Manly Seagulls versus the Penny Panthers. Not hundred percent sure uh, whether Segiara will be back in time. But regards to the fact, I've got to go Manly. They need to win. Yeah, Manly. Yeah, Panthers won here last year, Brookvale, but um, I can't see them doing it again, boys. They were terrible. Um, on Monday night, I'm going to have to go to the Eagles. Yeah. Cowboys will beat the Sharks on Monday night. Yeah, I was going to say, the last game, it's at 1,300-mile stadium. The Sharks, New South Wales Cup team, or the Asada Sharks, as they're now called, will be playing the Cowboys. A line of minus 26.5 with SportingBet.com. A dollar three. Good value if you like bank interest. <laughs> Cowboys all-round champs? Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. By how many, though? All right, that's that's we'll have that for just to get a bit of fun. What do you reckon, Brock? How many points the Cowboys going to win, boy? Ah, uh, sixty. Sixty. Where? <laughs> <laughs> that's not showing much love. Goss, what do you reckon? Serious? No win by sixty. Oh, uh, go go twenty four. 
Yeah. I'm going to go 46. That's a random number. No, 46 points. I'm, 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 I'm going to write these down just for a bit of fun. What did you say? 60. I said, I said 60. So I got 46. You got 24. That's all right. We're all spaced out nicely there. Yeah, this will be good fun. It makes the game more interesting. Mate, they'll be up by 60 after all. They'll be up. <laughs> oh, that's a bit ruthless. Why? They're crap. <laughs> crap. The Cowboys are at home. They like run right at home. They run right. They sure do. They go nuts up there. Yeah, they're my tip to win the comp. All righty. We've got uh, a couple of different. Me and Brock are on the Broncos. You're on the Dragons and the Storm Roosters game. I've gone against my own mob. You've both gone the Storm. So, oh, good times. We'll see how that plays out. Getting nice and tight. I've got that three-point buffer now. If I let go of any this week, I'm going to be filthy. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah, well. But, uh, yeah, keep the whip going. Thanks for the inside word, champ, and we'll talk to you next week. And remember, no sauce on your pies and orange Powerade, not red. See you, buddy. Well, that wraps us up for another episode of the fifth and last NRL podcast. A big thank you, as always, to Mr. Gossip. If you want to catch him on Twitter, his handle is at NRL Gossip. And on Facebook, just head up to the search bar and type in NRL Gossip. Sportingbet.com, a massive thank you to them as well. Uh, the free bets we get to give away for the Pick the Score competitions. Keep your eyes open for those for your chance to win a $100 free bet. Thanks to Sportingbet.com. Remember, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. But if you want to get in contact with us now, our handle on Twitter is at fifth and last. That's the letter and, not the word and. The email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com. And on Facebook, just head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last NRL podcast. But for now, guys, enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.